Hello again, and welcome to Flea Circus. On this lovely episode, we are going to, to discuss the absurd life of adulting. We've all done it. Some of us, we're still doing it until we're old and gray and possibly in a wheelchair. Yes. So, Indy, adulting. Um, well, <clears throat> it sucks. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Like, sometimes I will check my email just to find coupons. That um, makes me feel very um, aged. Um, I, I like a good deal. And now I understand why my parents did that when I was young. And um, I also wear sweaters now because they keep me warm. So I feel like I'm in that stage. Sweaters are always that nice thing of into adult life. Sweaters. Actually, I'm wearing my grandpa slippers right now. Oh. They're comfy, too. I like that. I also get up and usually check the news. Mm. which is one of the most adult things to do. And I always seen my parents do that as I was growing up. They would go, turn on the TV, check the news. My dad would definitely go and get him some coffee. So now I need coffee in the morning. Caffeine. Mm. I'm probably an addict to caffeine, and I possibly need some help with that. I don't I don't know how to actually just stop my addiction. My addiction will probably and possibly be the death of me, but so what? Well, I mean, they also say that um sugar is addictive and I am definitely addicted to sugar. I love sugar. So I'm with it's, you, I'm an addict. It's necessary, especially for doing adulting, because all the time that you probably have to spend awake wondering about bills, wondering about children, wondering about all your responsibilities, especially having a job. Um, now you're putting me into an existential crisis, so thanks. The existential crisis was already there, bro. It was already there. It was like looming over us like a dark cloud and it had this small little tornado going up it's like godzilla resting in the waters and then there's that alarm clock that goes off and then godzilla's up and awake ready to stomp on every bit of your hopes and dreams as you get ready to drive and go to work and drink your caffeine and wondering like why is everybody on the road but you realize that they're doing the same thing that you're doing, adulting. So you can't be too yeah. mad. You know, you're probably like a little wee bit angry, but to be completely mad about it and fuming, nah, because you're all in the same little wheel like a hamster doing adulting. Yeah. No, I feel you. Um, I think it's uh, it's difficult. You know, I never really thought of that. Um you're just driving down the road. You see a, some dude driving a Volkswagen Beetle. It's cold. He has no 
you know, heat in the winter or like air conditioner in the summer, like that's difficult, you know, and that's part of adulting because sometimes you got to use what you have. You can't ride a horse. And even if you rode a horse, you'd be freezing, man. Like it's cold out there. <laughs> Riding horseback to go to work. Yeah. You know, that has happened for people like back then in those days without actual cars going. That was their horsepower of those oh. days, riding the yeah. horse. I actually thought that you're saying that they still do that out in Georgia. I was like, yo, they're all riding horses to work and stuff. Like, that's they probably wild. might do that in, in Florida. I know Florida's really absurd. Georgia's kind of absurd too, to a point of absurd. There's still some you know, bonkers things that go on here. Completely wacky. People are off their rock around here, but shout out to Florida for always keeping it 100% off the wall. Yeah, we need that Florida man. You know, without that Florida man, the rest of the country has nothing to laugh at. So thank you. Respect. And he's doing his own form of adulting by just being completely out of pocket every single time. Yeah, and we need that. We really do because... I'm not doing that. Um, I I have too much to live for. I can't go to jail. <laughs> no. That's part of adulting too. Like keep me out of jail. How do I stay out of jail? <laughs> but you're right, though. That is part of adulting. You have to. <laughs> it's, it's scary. You just made me think about that because every single decision that you make. <laughs> Can either land you in jail or keep you out of jail. Like your taxes. Of course you want to pay your taxes and do the right thing because it keeps you out of problems with the IRS and also mm. further problems down the road. Punching that one person in the face because they said a remark to you. Now, mm. you could assault them. It will feel great just, you know, giving someone a good fist of cuffs or a knuckle sandwich served up cold. However, there's also the other point where you just assaulted someone and then, mm -hmm. well, you know what happens next. So Yeah, I mean, you suck someone right in the kisser. You just, you, that's dangerous, man. And then you got to, you know, tell your boss why you just hit some man because he didn't want to give you an extra quarter. You know, he owed you a quarter. You know, on Twitter... I saw this video of this kid beating up another kid for one single dollar. Like, he smashed this child. And I was like, wow. Like For a dollar? A dollar. A single dollar. That's it? Yes. So, a dollar. You know, if I smash some dude for a single dollar, like, phew, jail. You know what I'm saying? When was that dollar even made? I don't know, but maybe it's for some hot Cheetos. I mean, I love hot Cheetos. Okay, that's kind of reasonable. So I don't know. Well, but like a single a, dollar. A good a good like left hook right to someone's face for some hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Or it's even for some people, just like we discussed before about caffeine so you gotta 
a little bit of change in your pocket. You go to your friendly neighborhood gas station and you go mm. in there to get your coffee to start your day because, well, you need it. And lo and behold, somebody decides to cut you in line and you're almost late to work. So whatever issue you just had about being late to work because you got up is now that person because they're your target. And you know what? You serve them an early morning knuckle sandwich served fresh and hot from your fist to their face. Just because they cut you in line. <laughs> nice and hot. <laughs> hot and ready. Like these. <laughs> that one's free. You don't have to pay no dollars. <laughs> That's it. Just a... <laughs> oh, I didn't have breakfast this morning. Oh, okay. That's about to change. Ooh. You know, that's another mistake right there. Like, mm-hmm. um, when you're hungry, you do some off-the-wall stuff, man. Like, you're just like, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. I was just hungry. You know? Like, that's another adult thing. You got to make sure you're fed. Jeez, yeah, you do. You got to make sure you have energy. Yeah? Like, when I was growing up, like, even when we were in the military, like, people would be like, I'm going to the commissary. Do you you want to go with me? And I'd be like, what are you going to the commissary for? And I didn't realize you actually had to buy groceries. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe they were more responsible than me <laughs> you know i laugh at you about that but i did the same thing because here's the thing i would always go out to eat for my food mm-hmm. that's it i would just go out to eat i never really stopped in the commissary for anything the fridge i would have in my room wouldn't even be stocked up with anything I just mm-hmm. always go out to eat. It was like groceries. What are those? I just know about yeah. the shop head and and energy drinks Potatoes. and yeah, and Taco Bell and cigarettes. Yeah, That's or it. even uh, Burger King. They had it on base. That was convenient. Oh, the Burger King was so convenient. You would get like a double stacker. You know, you'll get some fries and all that, and then you mm. were set. It was amazing. Dude, they sold. Burgers for breakfast. I love that. I thought it was awesome. They sold burgers for breakfast. They did? Yeah. Dude, that was my breakfast. <laughs> I would go in, hey, can I get a, a hamburger? And they'd be like, yeah. It's, you know, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Of course you can. Nice. Let's do it. Burgers for breakfast. You know what my breakfast was, though? Which was crazy. It would be cigarettes. Oh. No, it would be cigarettes oh. back then. It was because <laughs> it was like nicotine was the way for me to survive during those days wow. <laughs> when we were stationed together. <laughs> that was my survival. Like I had nicotine in tornadoes. <laughs> Mine was just like maybe a glass of water. Just fill up on some water and then let's go. And then uh, probably some kind of energy drink or something. I wasn't like uh, another individual that we know that would eat uh, hot pockets and full throttles. <laughs> shout, out, shout, out. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out, to, shout out to, I can't even get it out right now. 
I'm still laughing about it. Because... It, it was a, oh, man. a situation where this man was actually told that he could not eat hot pockets and full throttles every single day. <laughs> to go to lean pockets. These are healthier. They say lean pockets. (laughs) I know. I am laughing and crying because that whole situation is so absurd. (laughs) It is so off the wall. (laughs) You had to argue with this man to tell him about hot pockets and lean pockets. And he thought just because the word lean was on there, they are completely (laughs) healthy. Oh, yeah. Dude, and there was another guy that we were with. Um, he thought pizza was healthy because the tomato sauce was made out of tomato. You know, we, they're yeah. characters. That's all we can say is characters. We were stationed with characters that were adults. Yeah. Characters. I mean... People are like, oh, yeah, they're young adults. It's like, no, they're like baby adults. Like when you have to teach somebody to wash their clothes, how to wash your clothes, like that's, I don't know. When I started washing my clothes when I was like eight, my parents Mm -hmm. would make me wash my own clothes. And I had to teach people how to wash their clothes when they were like 18 to 23. I was odd. Yeah, that is definitely odd that they just didn't understand about hygiene, never taught proper. Then you're in that space where they should have learned that. And then, in a way, you're still learning things yourself. But you know about hygiene. It's just the rest of everything else you're figuring out. And then the crazier thing is, is being you know, the young adult, and then you have those other adults and that you're a supervisor to those adults or they are your, you know, troops. So that was always entertaining. You know, I'm fairly young as an adult, I guess. Like, I'm I'm 33, and when people are under me like I'm their supervisor like I am here at work or at other jobs that I've done before they get kind of angry because I'm like young and they're like older mm. you know I guess that's part of adulting too realizing you know where you are in the pecking order and it's kind of sad because someone who's been at a job for like 10 years or something is under someone who's like 30 you know that's difficult to bear yeah, that very much is. It's like a slap of reality in your face. It's getting hit by that bus of reality that life is driving and just mows you under there real quick. And then you realize that here you are working and then there's this young whippersnapper that thinks he could tell me what to do. What to do. <laughs> I got my rights. You think... <laughs> You think you can tell me what to do there, son? <laughs> you haven't seen the things I've seen. I used to walk up backwards to school back in the day. And then here you are, freshing your diapers, pooping in them, 
thinking you could tell me what to do. <laughs> Dude, that shit is funny, man. You're absolutely right. That's what it's like. It's it's crazy because even right now, being the age of 34, which is they consider, I reckon, it's like in the prime as you're, you're not young, but you're not old. As they say, it's middle age, but you have right. those people around you that might be older. You're going to be young to them considerably and then you also have those that you are older than you're going to be a little bit or definitely old to them but still within that age bracket if they're in their mid-20s but i say all that to say this you can always learn something from somebody at least because you're not going to know everything surprisingly surprise surprise you're not but I think the biggest thing is like with us humans, we can admit to certain things, but to admit that we're completely oblivious and possibly dumb to certain things, that is hard. Nobody wants to do that. You think I'm no. going to sit up here and let you tell me what to do? No. No. Like, I, I get it. I mean, mm -hmm. even at this age, like right now, I don't want to be told what to do. True. Because I feel kind of like... I don't know. Like, it's it's hard, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, sometimes you just gotta swallow your pride and realize, you know what? Maybe that person actually knows what they're doing, which none of us actually know what we're doing. But yeah. who knows? You know, blind following the blind, and that's just what it is. Yeah, it, it really is. I think that people should at least somewhat give the benefit of the doubt to mm. that person, you know, see the overall picture. Cause it's always quick just to look at somebody and be like, nah, but there's always more than meets the eye. Like a transformers, yeah. you know, that's definitely me, dude. You look at me and it's just kind of like, um, yeah, I don't think that guy's got it. So, and then all of a sudden you're like, tch, tch, tch. I am Optimus Prime. <laughs> no, I think it's <laughs> I start transforming and halfway through it, like my hydraulics start jacking up and I'm just like. And then people are like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. What's wrong with this guy? He's like, <laughs> you just halfway stuck between a car and an actual mech robot. You're just, exactly. you're just stuck right there. You can't even. Can't even move worth anything. No. But that's just sometimes how it is, especially in the ways of life and having these responsibilities with doing everything. You get lost in the sauce completely. Mm. And you forget how to actually sometimes be yourself. You really do, because you play so many roles as adulting, but you don't oh. even realize it. So Dude. many. Like, it's kind of scary too because like just thinking about paying for your housing because oh, if you don't pay for that housing dude you're out on the street man like yep my rent is like two thousand dollars a month mm -hmm. 
And if I don't pay that $2,000 a month, boom, me, my wife, my kids, my dogs, we're out on the streets. So adulting is like, it's a very, very difficult thing. Um, and it's very, very stressful. So I understand why a lot of people, you know, have anxiety and stuff nowadays, mm -hmm. you know, it's more than what, what it was probably about 10, 15 years ago. Oh yeah, definitely. Because that's not even taken into account of everything that goes into it, especially these days with everything, because you got the monies and the economy and inflation and all this going on. And you finally realize, or it just happens to you that everything is happening all at once so fast. Yeah. And so you try to make things the best as possible. And like you mm -hmm. said, when it comes to the place that you live, you have to actually pay for where you live and you meet those payments without meeting those payments. You're out on the street. And then the yeah. craziest thing that happens is if you're out on the street, now you have a whole new set of everything else to deal with. Like you said, especially when it comes to yourself and your family, that's one of the biggest anxieties because you're trying to make sure that you do right with your, say for instance, your assets and your investments that you're doing, or even make sure that your job's going everywhere forward like it's supposed to be. So everything's all set and all in its place. But it can all happen all at once where everything is just a completely poop shoot down the toilet and it mm. flushes badly. Well, I mean, sometimes the toilet gets backed up too and you're just like, this is gross, man. This sucks. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely Dude, just sucks. like... That's another thing. Mm -hmm. General maintenance of your house. Like, if you actually have a clogged toilet, you have to do it yourself. Yeah, this is true. It sucks. This I can't call my dad. No. <laughs> my dad lives in Texas. Like, I can't. Hey, dad, I need some help. What's wrong? <laughs> Toilet's clogged up again. You know, that. that's the beauty of it, too. It's with those simple things that you actually have to do. Now... Here's the great thing about, I guess, our society or the way things are. If you don't know how to do certain things, you could always look it up on the good old internet and find out how to do it. But mm. even then, that is going to take a little bit of understanding with how to do it. And then you're going to get frustrated. It's going to suck. So either you find out how to do it or you have to get someone else to do it. But here well, comes another thing, too. You're budgeting. Uh -huh. Oh, yes. yeah. Uh, you know, one thing that we do have mm -hmm. opposed to what our parents didn't have was um, there's so many apps and like budgeting tools that we have. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure most people don't even do that. They're just like, hey, you know what? I got money. I'm going to go get some crab legs, you know? Oof. Yeah. I want crab legs, but I'm not paying no hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You have to figure out your, you got to have those needs and those wants adjusted. And even sometimes just those things that you have to have for is like your own investments for either yourself or later on for mm -hmm. everything else to have you set up in your life. That's always the craziest thing too. 
is making sure everything's laid out as it's supposed to be. And it can be tough to do so. But like you said, there's so many avenues and ways to do it these days. The craziest thing is, once again, admitting that you have no idea what you're doing. That's the toughest part. Being like, all right, I know I need help. But at the same time, it's like, do I want to say I need help? Because I'm an adult and I need to know how to do these things, or at least I should know how. And then you feel completely like a helpless little baby. Like, (laughs) you do. And you know what? That's nothing to be ashamed of. You should at least always continue to learn. You really should. Well, I mean, I think another part of being an adult is Mm -hmm. being actually... Mm-hmm. adult enough to ask for help when you need help because yes. these people who are suffering mm-hmm. and like head underwater like they're doing it because they're doing it themselves it's like dude if you mm-hmm. really need help please ask for help like there's mm-hmm. somebody out there who's gonna help you yeah there there always is it's just that being able to be like all right i need this help i need this assistance but you're not a, all right Regardless, you're not always going to know what to do. And someone is there to at least help you. At least someone should be able to point you in the right direction when they don't know. Because Mm -hmm. even now at my job, when people ask me for help, I can easily be like, I have no idea. Or I can easily say, well, I don't know, but you could probably talk to such and such and they'll lead you in the right direction. And like you said... That is the most adult thing you can do is admitting a lot of times that you don't know or even a lot of times that you're wrong about something that is very mature and that deserves a good thumbs up in, in, in my book. I respect people who do that a lot. So shout out to those people. Shout yeah, out. They're few and far between. Oh, yeah, they, they really are. <laughs> Dude, like, I'll be at work sometimes, and I'll be like, hey, you know, uh, this is, is kind of wrong. What what happened here? And people will be like, I don't know. It's like, well, somebody knows. <laughs> like, I just need to know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to go down their throat. Be like, hey, freaking idiot. Like, come on, man. I'm just going to be like, why is it like this? Like, please explain it to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that goes back to the whole thing of if someone found out that, well, once again, that you did something wrong or that it's that being exposed to someone thinking that you're dumb. That's always the scary part. Well, the funny funny thing is, is that we're all kind of dumb. Like we are (laughs) like if we weren't dumb, like wouldn't we be working at like NASA making millions of dollars or something like everybody would it's just sometimes realizing that you're not an expert in everything you're not gonna know everything dude i'm really not, not like no i'm an expert knows. at not being an expert like i'm an expert at being dumb yeah you and have to take a look at that stuff people do it's kind of fun just not being smart like yeah when we were talking about <laughs> our names for the show like two dunces like i i'm a I, I would have been that kid in the corner wearing a dunce hat. Yeah, and the, you know what the thing is? I think that takes a lot of self-awareness when you actually realize, like, you know what? I don't know it. 
or I don't yeah. have any idea about what's going on. So you might need to ask somebody else. I think that takes a level of being smart to recognize that. It really does. You know, my wife is really, really intelligent, like when it comes to like life skills and stuff, mm-hmm. which is awesome because if I were a deer, I'd probably be that deer getting hit by a truck. Oh. I'll be that deer who would be like prancing around, just like dodging arrows and bullets and stuff. I would be like up on a wall. I'm grateful for her because I would be the dead deer. (laughs) I'm actually thinking of it like the the deers right now. (laughs) Since you put that in my head, I actually was thinking about deers doing that in particular. But like a deer, at least with with glasses on. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be me. So, yeah, you'd be the deer with the glasses on and, and everything. Spectacles. Yes, the spectacles, <laughs> all proper like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've always got broken glasses, so this one would be all jacked up and janky. Missouri deer. <laughs> yep, that's me. I'm the Missouri deer. The old janky looking deer here. We, yep. When we are here in the janky, janky deer craziness yeah. about that, that's that's insane. <laughs> uh, man, you know, another part of adulting too is driving. It doesn't seem that crazy, but driving mm-hmm. is a big part of adulting because nine times out of ten, you have to drive somewhere, especially if you're in a city. You know, mm-hmm. that takes a lot of patience to deal with is actually driving. I've been with people driving that have zero patience and then mm-hmm. they're completely flying off the cuff about everything. They're honking the horn. They're just going Ooh. completely bananas. And you went from zero to bonkers really quick. And it's like, just kind of slow it down a wee bit i got you that you definitely need to go ahead and just put forth all of what's going on because nine times out of ten it's not only the driving that's going on with them it's probably a whole bunch of something else going on the inside but right now that person in front of me is a total complete jerk yeah. I can't. Well, I, I I don't like them. Driving is so monotonous too. Like yep. it's like uh, I got to drive downtown now, and where I live, mm-hmm. um, city of St. Louis is like twenty five minutes or something. It's like mm-hmm. so driving downtown is a pain in the neck. Um, Fair. I just prefer to be local, um, and even that sometimes, like going to you know that store down the street um it's literally you know two minutes around the corner and i'm just like ugh, i don't want to jump in my car and drive you know oh yeah i'm the same type of way it's even with this little plaza that's give or take maybe two to five minutes from where i live and i'm like i gotta get in the car i gotta go and i gotta drive down there to get whatever i need then I have to go into the store and grab it. And then I have to say, 
hello to the person at the cash register. Yeah. Then I got to grab my bag. Then I got to get back in my car and drive myself back to my house. And when you think about all that, it really is monotonous and also a real pain to deal with. It just seems like it. I mean, even just going to like the McDonald's down the street, which is even the the same distance, I can have it delivered and it'll cost me like $6 to deliver and then you got to tip. Because if you don't tip, Mm -hmm. that's just like, that's the rudest thing, you know? Yep. Is that, that, that's part of adulting is actually recognizing that tipping is like, part of american culture like you got a tip man because that that's super rude if you don't it is because you can get your goods and services and then it comes down to tipping and that's where the real judgment lies how much Mm -hmm. of a tip do you give do you want to be that generous person or do you just want to be like a turd so and not tip and not tip and I See, mean, that's terrible. You should at least, people should at least tip, and especially those people that, you know, do your food and prepare it. You know, be kind mm-hmm. of nice to them because they could do some things to your food and then you eat it and like, oh, this is delicious. I have to thank the chef for this. And that same chef that you just thanked, you forgot that you also were completely rude to the waiter and or waitress that actually got your food and the waiter and or waitress told them you know about you over at table number six that was a complete turd so guess what happened to your food a nice surprise you know i uh i actually met one of my mm-hmm. closest friends in england by complimenting the food that he prepared Really now? Yeah. Um, I lived in a small town, a little village. Mm-hmm. And um, there was only one pub in that that village. And uh, I would walk down there. And I was like, man, it was like broccoli soup, actually. I was like, this is really good broccoli soup. I was like, who, who made this? Like, he did a great job, or he or she. Mm-hmm. And he came out and was like, hey. You know, I really appreciate that. Like, nobody really compliments, you know, my food. I was like, oh, it was really good. I enjoyed it. We've been friends ever since. That was back in 2013, so it's been 11 years. Still talk to him. You know, his wife. You know, I've I've known his wife about the same amount of time. Right. You know, just being friendly, Mm -hmm. that's, it's not that difficult. Like, it's, it's actually pretty nice. It makes you feel good. sometimes yeah i mean that's like one of the societal norms is to be friendly or at least try to be friendly because to be perceived as friendly i guess mm -hmm, because like at the end of the day we all are doing so many things and wearing so many hats and playing so many roles on the grand stage of life and a lot of times we get bogged down and carrying so much weight on our shoulders that we forget that people are people 
you know, they come mm-hmm. in different shapes and sizes, kind of like plants or rocks or even animals. So Ooh. sometimes you just got to take people as they're peopling. You know, they yeah. don't they don't really go out of their way just to wake up and just be like, you know what? Everybody's getting it today. That's not I... really always the intent all the time. There's those people that are on the that far end of the spectrum that are completely off the wall. You know what I mean? I think most people yeah. know who they are. But in general, nah, not really. So that's my little spiel right there. That's good stuff. I mean, you're right. I mean, when we all came out of our mamas, like we all came out the same exact way, like fresh start. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some people are just, you know, just kind of grouchy naturally. That's just who they are. Mm -hmm. And then there's some people who are more charismatic and, you know, want to be Mm -hmm. that person that, you know, brings a little sunshine, even though it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's it makes people feel good and warm. Yeah, I kind of like that. You know, it makes me happy. There you go. Man, that's that's actually nice. What makes me happy is that morning that morning tea that has caffeine in it. That's what makes me. Happy. <laughs> you know what makes me happy? Okay, there's some people that do that to me too, but. We're talking about my addiction again here. I just want to bring that up for no reason. I'm addicted to my dogs. The dogs? Yeah, I love my dogs. Like... You, you know what? That brings up something good, too. After sometimes a crazy amount of adulting, people have different things to come home to. They have their mm-hmm. families, loving wife or loving husband, you know. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, little kiddos running around, too. They got that. And also, there's your pets. And Mm -hmm. one of the best things about adulting is the option of also having those things at home to greet you and bring you that nice bit of peace. First, Mm -hmm. of course, you know, peace in yourself. That's some of the good things, people out there. Make sure you have that peace when you're doing all that adulting. Then also mm-hmm. the rest of the things out there that are in your life that brings you peace, such as families and also pets. And so shout out to those families and also the furry ones too that you got out there for also bringing us a little bit of peace to the whole crazy thing of adulting. Yeah, and you know, the other the other day, come on. It was probably about six or seven years ago. I was talking to this guy mm-hmm. who was like kind of against getting pets because he was kind of confused about it. And I was like, right. Why are you confused? He's like, You literally take this animal and say, Hey, you're mine now. And you keep, like, you take it and you keep it. And I had never thought of that before because I was like, I've always had dogs and it's kind of like, you're kind of like, hey, I'm your dad now, bro. Like, let's go eat. Yep. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> it's it kind of weird. It is strange. It is weird. It it really is. It's a weird process when you do that to, to animals. And then the process even gets weirder because it's the same thing. You take that whole thing even with, with, with kids. You mm. know, moms do birth these 
kids. So they're like tiny little creatures that in the beginning, they also had the nutrition inside the mum's belly and all that. And so mm-hmm. they were like a little parasite in a way. And then ah. you give birth to this little thing and then you have to teach it. You also give this little thing a name too. And so yes. you teach it and try to do your best by it. And in return, it also gives you different stages of life. So it happens the same way, you know, with kids like, hey, little thing, we did some things to get you here. And I'm your dad. Mm-hmm. That's your mom over that way. And then here you are. Welcome to your family. And then after that, it even gets kind of strange because say, for instance, you are the child. Then all of a sudden, your parents decide to have another child. And here comes this other thing that is supposed to be your sibling. And you have to, you know, try and vie for your, you know, parents' attention and affection Mm. and everything else, too. It's, you know, our lives are really absurd and strange. Jeez, my mind just exploded. Or was this the caffeine that helped? Who knows? Um Yeah, I'm 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 catching what you're throwing. And uh we're what I got out of that is two things. One, mm-hmm. we're always in competition, no matter whether it be with uh-huh. your siblings or people at work. And two, True. we are actually Pokemon. Because we evolve. We go from oh baby infant stage to Jeez. you know <clears throat> whatever you consider the middle stage with like teens mm-hmm. and like growing and all of a sudden you're just like, I'm old now. Mm. You know? That's deep. We are and like I, Pokemon. Yeah, I never really thought of that. Like I probably should have. But because like when I was playing Pokemon, I was like, yo, why why is uh, Charmander turning into Charmeleon? Charmeleon's kind of lame looking to me. Some people thought he was really cool. He is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, he's like in a weird stage. And all of a sudden, he's like this awesome Charizard, you know? You know, now that reminds me of the Pokemon, you know, the TV show or the anime that used to come on when we were growing up, right? Uh-huh. And then if you remember, even in the stages, like, Charmander was like the little kid, you know, adorable, innocent. He was just so much full of life. And then, you know, exactly. And he was like, still, you know, still had that bright eyed world of Mm -hmm. optimism because he was taking in everything at that point in time. And he adored Ash so much. And then he evolved into Charmeleon. And Charmeleon was more of the adolescent stage. And he was... He was a jerk. He was. He was terrible. Like, when he was starting to, you know, grow up and everything. Because he was still hitting puberty. Yeah. And so, he was, you know, putting the flamethrowers to Ash's face and everything. And then, when it came time for Charmeleon to evolve into Charizard. And I remember that episode because there was the Aerodactyl. And then Charmeleon got so mad... He just started to turn into Charizard. Charizard's more like those 20s. Charizard mm. was definitely the 20s in the beginning. He was definitely the 20s. Thinking he knew everything, still having that nice little rebellious spirit towards Ash and you know all that. And then mm-hmm. as he started to get older, he finally realized 
and start to respect Ash a little bit more and realize that Ash really cared about him throughout everything. Everything. And that's the adult stage or as you get older or like you said, when you're old, you realize things a bit more. Your perspective is open. You see things Mm -hmm. in a completely different light. You might not have it all the way together, but you're getting there. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy too because the older I get, the more I understand um, why my parents did things a certain way. And I'm like, at first, I was like, man, this is stupid, man. Like, why do you do it this way? And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just how my parents did it. And I'm just like, wow, that's kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. And now I do it the same way. And I'm like, I kind of get it now. Like, they can't really explain it because that's just what it was. But I can't really explain it because that's just what it was. True. And now I get it. And I'm just like, bro, like, it's it's perfect. It makes sense now. It all comes in the full circle of life. Shout out to Lion King, by the way. It all comes in the full circle of life. Because oh, yeah. even our parents had to go through the stages of adulting. And I think we realize that our parents are humans, too. So... Mm. That's the biggest thing, I think, even when you become an adult and you slowly start to realize that, like, you might not have gotten everything which your parents, like, you know, came to you with or even put in front of your face. But you have to realize your parents are humans, too. They're not going to have everything right. Well, they didn't have everything right. Right. So it's just a bit of understanding that happens a little bit more. And even with that, I started to learn that myself. You know, it's you know, the feeling of the oneness of humanity in a way. Well, I read something once mm-hmm. that said your parents, like you shouldn't be so hard on your parents because they were learning while they were doing what you were trying to perceive Cause like mm. at one point they were just trying to get by mm. and you're like, why can't I do this? Why can't I have this? And your parents are just like, we just can't, you know, and you never mm. really fully understood why. And now that you're the parent and you're in that position, mm-hmm. you're just like, wow. Like they were learning as they were going right now. I'm learning as I'm going. It's kind of just like you said, it, it's full circle. Like it's scary and sad and just kind of like crazy to think about, you know? Jeez, that quote you said, the way you just put that was, was nice. And also the full circle of everything, that's completely how it is at the end of the day. It's a complete full circle when it comes to life and doing the whole thing of being an adult because at the end of the day even though we're all doing this thing called life and adulting yeah. you know nobody completely has it right seriously no, no no i mean even you know people that we consider to be uh you know wealthy or like successful like mm-hmm. at one point whether they are successful now or not they still had their faults and they were still doing things Mm-hmm. And people were discussing whether they were crazy or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're all 
nobody's perfect and nobody will ever be perfect. Nope, not at all. And in that whole thing, what you just said, it just makes sense when you just look at things in a certain perspective than you didn't before. Because even when it comes to just life in of itself, you can't take everything what somebody might even do to you to be personal. You know, and that's just with everyday occurrences. You can't take everything personal when someone's doing something because they're yeah, going through those same little developments that you did, or they're learning things at a different rate than you are, you know, yeah. on their level or journey to life. They're still trying to level up in a way. So you well, got to let them kind of level up a little bit, I reckon. Kind of like wagon wheeling. You don't know if they didn't have their coffee in the morning or like they got cut off in the middle, mm. you know, in an intersection or something. You never know what's going on in their mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just we're all just trying to adult and it's difficult. <laughs> yeah, we all are trying to adult. It, oh, boy. Yeah, we're all adult. like right now, like I'm hungry. So I'm like, what am I going to make for lunch? What are the kids going to have for lunch? You know, stuff like that. It's adulting. Yeah, you're right. Because it comes down to the point, even just like you said, what am I going to eat? Am I going to eat this? Am I going to eat that? Is it going to add calories to me? Is it going to be somewhat healthy? Is it going to be at least decent for me to digest? Am I going to have a reverse reaction to it? Am my kid or my kids going to have a reverse reaction to it? It's, right. oh my goodness, there's so much. See, like, I think about it too, because I'm like, is this going to be like something that's going to be bad for me? Because I don't go to the gym. Like, mm-hmm. I just, <laughs> I don't know if I'm too lazy or if I just don't want to go. Like, right. I just don't go. Uh, when I got out of the military, I was always like, now that I don't have to run, I'm will not run like these people doing 5ks for fun like that's awesome dude that that's not me so Mm -mm. i refuse to work out like i went to the gym a couple times since i've been out but i mean i just sometimes it's uh it's like that too and even even for me like i i do work out but before you know what that's the other thing, too, about adulting, knowing your limits. Because before, I used to work out and lift heavy. But oh, yeah. now, since I am older, I don't even lift heavy anymore. I just do workouts to maintain my physique that I do have because I'm fine with it. I'm not trying to lift extra or more pounds when I do deadlifting. Now, I actually work out more or less with kettlebells to do more explosive workouts to still have my strength because it it works better for me now i know my limits i know that i'm not a 20 something trying to do it and besides that it's the military added way more age and problems when i'm doing these things so it's it's doing them in a different way but like you said about a 5k you won't catch me doing a 5K. I enjoy mm. working out. I do. But I am not doing a 5K. I will leave that to everybody else. You do your 5Ks. You do your 
you, you, you Spartan marathon. runs, you do your marathons. Exactly. You do whatever you want. I will take my 30 to 45 minutes and call it a day. Yeah. See, like when I was in the military too, like I used to go on deployment, you know, go to the gym before work, go to the gym after work, you know, eat as much as I could. And like when my, when my wife met me, mm -hmm. I was in excellent health. Like my body was chiseled, you know, <laughs> and then I got married. <laughs> now I've got dad bod and I kind of enjoy my dad bod and she doesn't mind it. So I'm just like, that's what matters right there. As long as I love it, know, dude. As long as I you feel belly. good. There you go, man. There yeah. you go. See? I'm warm in the winter, like like a little bear. There so, you go. That's what works. What you feeling that, you know, comfortable thing in your own skin, still taking care of yourself in certain ways, of course, you know. Yeah. It's not too like crazy of a way, but also knowing that you have your still good and healthy, you know, mm -hmm. you're good, your wife and likes it, knows that you're good. Those are the thumbs up that you need right there. So it's good in my book. I think one thing that kind of scares me is um, mm -hmm. it's not a big deal, but uh, like my hair, like I'm scared of my hair, oh, you know, yeah. thinning and stuff. Oof. Yeah. Because my dad is balding. Oh man, yeah. But both of my grandfathers had really, really good thick hair. Mm. So I'm like, where do I stand? You know. Oh man, that's that's happening to me right now. Like in certain it's like I have my hair, but there's a certain spot on my head, kinda in the back. That's a little mm -hmm. bit where it's thin, but the rest of my hair is is still like I still have my hair up front, sides, you know. And everything, but there's a small part on the back of my head that has some thinning going on. You just have mm. to look at it and see it. But the rest of my hair is there. So it's the same type of way. It's like, where is my hair going? Because same thing. My dad's hair thinning, balding mm. going on. But yeah. like my granddad's, you know, RIP to both of those, those old people's. Right. They had the, uh, they had some good hair though. Like my granddaddy, you know, on my mom's side, psh, his hair was on point. Like he had like the, he had that like silver, still kind of like wavy, kind of like you know flowing hair, due That's to so the cool. due to the fact of you know, because uh, both of my well, my great great granddaddy or great great grandmas and stuff like that they were you know native american so they had that nice little flowing yeah. hair and his was like it was silver and it flowed down like really nice to his his shoulders a little bit you know wow you know so it was like you know i hope i still have that because my hair is still you know good to go curly you know, wavy and all, but I still got some gray hairs coming in, so you know, I might be a silver fox. Who knows? Got some skunking yeah. going on. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> 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 
like I love looking through my wife's hair. I love the color of her hair. It's like auburn. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. And every once in a while, I'll see a, a silver strain, and I'm just like, hey, look. Check this out. <laughs> she, don't touch it. Leave it alone. Like <laughs> I'm always in trouble with her. Sometimes I'll ask her, I'll be like, hey, what did I do wrong now? And she's like, shut up. Do you want to do something wrong? And I'm just like, I'm always in the doghouse. But she's... <laughs> <laughs> she is just a scary individual. I will say that right now. I still have flashbacks. <laughs> I'm living it. <laughs> you live it. You definitely live, live it. it every single day. You live it. I mean, but before when we were all together back in the day, you know, stationed together. That stuff was haunting. It, it was it yeah. was still haunting. It, it still haunts me on occasion. Shout out Just to her, by the way. You know what? Yeah, as cool. much as we say how really terrifying she is, deep down she's she's really she's cool people. She's a good person. Still scary though. That's Five always seasons. gonna be and then she is like intimidating. I I don't care if she is only, you know, reaches about like like is like knee high. Yeah, you know what I mean? So. <laughs> knee high. <laughs> <laughs> shout out shout out to her for adulting being of short stature. That's difficult, you know. She has to try to drive with, you know, the extra little booster seat she needs. Like <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is good. When he said knee high, I thought of like a pair of socks. <laughs> a pair of socks. <laughs> knee high. Knee high. It's like she, she only comes up to sock level. That's funny. Oh, man. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, boy. But, ladies and gents, thank you for listening to us once again. And once again, the title of today was the absurd life of adulting so all of you out there do your best that's it just let's just be cool just just do your best make the attempts out there you know just stick with it thumbs up we believe in you all right take care everybody bye-bye now